Hey, you guys, it's Strange D, a.k.a. Day Day. Hi, you guys, it's Ivy. How y'all doing? <laughs> and this is Strange Black Media Podcast, episode three. Um, media designed specifically for LGBTQ and women of the African diaspora, whether you're in the United States or London or Ethiopia or... Wherever you at, if you black, this shit for you, basically. No, that's right. How are you doing, Ivy? I'm doing great. You know, uh, week's been a little rough. I've been having a lot of um, epiphanies, if you will, if you want to call it that. You know, I've just been realizing that um, people are going to talk. You know, darn if you do, darn if you don't. You know, all you can do is keep living and breathing and being the best kind of human being you can um is there people gonna talk so you know just is there anything, is anything specifically, go ahead i'm sorry like is there anything specifically that they're tar- like targeting you for like it's something you uh, <clears throat> well you know um me and you are not christian Right. And I know on the last podcast we were talking about, uh, you were telling me how you're glad that you have people like me that you can talk to, that you can relate to. And so, you know, not to get off topic, because I know we got a lot of great topics for you guys today, but let me just go ahead and give you my my weekly spiel real quick. Um, I was talking to this young man, and he's just very um, into Jesus Christ, like Christianity as a religion. He's like very, very, very into it um however he is very knowledgeable about the history of christianity so that's one thing that i was kind of like oh okay you're one of the christians who actually do their research (laughs) so you you know how christianity got into the black community and you're comfortable with that and so um because he told me he used to be like oh you know i'm not trying to be a christian that's the white man's religion and he was like no it's not the bible wasn't even written by um a white man and so my thing is, um, I was just trying to explain to him the reason why I'm not Christian, um, which he didn't bash me. He wasn't judgmental. We're really good friends. But it's just with, with other people, and I was telling him about this too, um, they tend to think that I'm like an atheist, which, you know, if you're an atheist, that's cool. But um, like I'm an atheist, like I hate God and I hate Christianity and I hate things like that. And that's I don't, I just feel like, I call myself, I identify as an ambience because I believe that there's more than one spiritual pathway to get to, you know, ascension or, you know, a peaceful spirituality. Not Christianity doesn't work for everybody. You know, a lot of Christians, from my experience, they feel like Jesus Christ is the only way. And I just don't believe that that's true. And I'm not comfortable worshiping a white man. You know what I'm saying? I'm not comfortable with that. Exactly. Because in America, that's how Jesus is portrayed. Now, whether Jesus is white, black, blue, yellow, with polka dots, we don't know. But I know he wasn't white. If you want to go out of scripture, I know he's not. He's not a white man. But in in America, even in black churches, Jesus is portrayed as a white man, and I'm just not comfortable with that. That doesn't make sense to me. Right. Go ahead. I'm sorry. For me, going back to how. Black people, specifically in America, became Christian. I don't understand how you can become a Christian and comfortably say you're a Christian knowing how it was forced on us. And it kind of kept us in bondage, so so to say. Us becoming Christian was, you know, essentially us, you know, giving up our, our culture and what we believe in Africa and conforming and worshiping this white um man like you said and worshiping you know a white person i don't care what anybody says it has done some damage on um black people and how we think about white people and how some people some black still to this day feel like white people are you know almost like godlike and they aspire to be near whiteness and you know date white people and all the other stuff and I'm not against interracial dating, but I do see that how black people became Christian was problematic. And this wasn't how we originally were, basically. <clears throat> um, and secondly, religion, Christianity in particular, is very divisive. It divides black people, obviously. Um, 
And I'm not a Christian. I'm not an atheist either, per se. I would consider myself, you know, agnostic. You know, I don't know what the right religion is. Um, but I do know that there is a higher being out there because we exist, obviously. But I'm not, I don't think it's Christianity, to be honest. Um, and see, that's what I was that's what I was trying to explain to him. Because a lot of people will say that, oh, well, if you're agnostic, you know, you're just lost. And I'm like, well, it's funny that you say that they're lost, but you're worshiping a God that was forced upon you. Right. You know what I'm saying? So who's really lost? Like, that that was my, that was my whole entire thing. Like, I'm not lost. I, I feel like I am. I've just come to grips with the fact that, you know, this isn't the right way for me. This isn't the right pathway for me. Now, there are a lot of black people that know that slavery, um, Christianity was, and it was used to strip slaves of, you know, their other religions and cultures. And they're perfectly fine with that. And if that's what they want to worship, I have no problem. Because there is pictures of, of Jesus being black in black churches as well. So, I mean, if they want to change the representation to make it fit them, that's that's perfectly fine. I just I just I don't feel like, you know, you know, if I was Muslim, I should be like, oh, well, you know, being Buddhist is wrong because I just being Muslim work might work for me. But being Buddhist might work for someone else, you know, exactly. And I feel like we should try to respect each other's differences rather than feeding negatively off them. But that's just my spiel. We can go ahead and get to the topics. Exactly. I did want to say that my family's Christian. Well, my mother's Christian. Her family's Christian. My father is Muslim. So I have a lot of different people. My One of my brothers is Muslim. So I have a lot of um, Muslim and Christian family members, and I don't really knock them. I accept everyone who accepts me. I'm not going to tell anyone's and I'm not going to tell anyone that what you're doing is wrong, your lifestyle is wrong, what you believe in is wrong. I just know what I believe in, and as long as you respect me and accept me for who I am, then I'm going to do the same for you. But I definitely wanted to um, say, ask you, did you see that Pepsi ad mm. with mm. Kendall Jenner? So let me describe the ad, because it really just like kind of pissed me off. So... The ad starts off with Kendall Jenner, and she's, I guess she's getting her photo shoot done, and the cameras are flashing, and she has, like, this blonde wig. And she looks into the crowd of protesters, and she sees this non-white, I guess he's Asian-looking guy, and he kind of gives her a nod, and she nods back, like, you know, like, I don't know, I don't know what that look was, like, yeah, like, yeah, like, I know the deal. So she takes off the blonde wig, and, you know, she's a brunette. And then she goes into the crowd. She takes off her lipstick and all this other stuff. And she, oh, somehow she gets a Pepsi in her hand. I don't, I don't remember how she got the Pepsi, but she has the Pepsi. She's in the crowd protesting, and she walks up to the police officers, they have guns or whatever, and she gives the police officer a, a Pepsi and he smiles. And all of a sudden, you know, they're all happy and kumbaya, basically. Um, what I found interesting about that, not only was it disgusting in my opinion, how, it, how they're pretty much trying to use protesting, like this current climate of protesting, for a capitalist cause, you know, they're trying to use like real protest and real hurt and real anger that we have in America right now with, you know, with the whole Black Lives Matter and the whole women's rights. They're trying to piggyback off that and use it to make fucking money. And I don't agree with that shit at all. Like, to me, it's, you know, it's disgusting. You cannot solve the, the world's problems with a fucking Pepsi drink. And what I found funny about it also, um, did you catch, like, I feel like her having that blonde wig, I feel like that symbolized whiteness, in my opinion, because blonde hair is 
something that only white people usually have. I mean, we know there's um, certain tribes and things around the you world. You know what? Blonde hair. But I feel like that white wig symbolized whiteness. And she took that blonde wig off and she was somehow woke and she was somehow a person of color, quote unquote. And she was fraternizing with the um, minorities in the protest. Like, how did you feel about that? That shit was crazy to me. Okay, so while you were talking about the video, I was listening and I pulled it up and I was going with you, going with you, um, scene by scene. So this is what happened. She was doing a photo shoot. She had on a blonde wig, and there was an uh, yeah, there was an Asian man. The Asian man looked at her, and he did like a little like, "What's up?" Like, "Hello." She looked at him and, you know, like you said, gave him a nod, like, yeah, I'm down. So then after that, it went to this scene where she, you know, like, wakes up. Like, her face is like, <gasps> like, she, she's like, like oh, my gosh, like, in shock. And her whoa. hair is, yeah, like, woke. So they showed that little transition. And so then after that, you know, she wipes her lipstick off and she goes out into the crowd. And she has on normal clothes. She grabs a Pepsi from an ice cooler. Like, she grabs one herself. And she hands one to the police officer. And actually, when she hands one, hands the can to the police officer, I actually found out on Instagram that she's mimicking this black woman who handed a police officer a drink a couple years ago. Um, I don't know if that was, like, 2016, super recent, or 2015. Wow. So, uh-huh. And so... um. After that, you know, she's pooching around and the commercial actually starts off with a Muslim photographer <clears throat> with a hijab, hijab, if I pronounce that wrong, I apologize. I don't mean to offend anybody. Um, you know, their traditional head wraps. Um, and she's trying to figure out how to put peace and unity into like a collage or something like that. So she actually takes a picture of uh, Kendall Jenner giving the police officer a... Uh, um, Pepsi. And so then at the end it says, live bolder, live for now. So my problem with this whole entire thing is that I feel like they are disrespecting Black Lives Matter and exploiting them. Um, and I feel like yeah, Kylie Jenner is not a good representation for what they were quote unquote trying to do. What did she went through? Kendall Jenner. Freak Kendall Jenner. I don't like none of them. Kendall Jenner. I'm sorry. What has she? What has she went through? She's not a minority. Well, she's a woman. I give her that. Um. She's rich. She's white. I don't. What did she? What well, what does she, what what is she, what is she, how does she relate to the collective minority community that's in this racial climate right now? Because the, the the climate right now for a protest is you know black black community in general, black man, black woman, uh, Muslim women, Muslim men, um, the LGBT and community, and that's really all that I can really think of right now for this protest climate. And other than that, I feel like it was just disrespectful. Who is she? There and racism. Been, there have been protesting for women's rights. There was a big women's rights um, marches across the country, actually. Okay, yeah, I'm sorry. I forgot about that. <clears throat> but my only thing with that is I don't feel like Kendall Jenner would get... I, I mean... I just don't feel like she's facing the same challenges as the women that she were at the women's march. She isn't. My the the thing about it is that they're they're using this they're using it for profit. Like they they are um they're appropriating protest culture. That's what they're doing for a capitalist cause. That's the big issue here. And then they use this rich white girl as the poster for, you know, and she she gives the um the cup of Pepsi and everything's okay. And a lot of people are offended, and you know they're like, oh well, now I get it. So if we give 
the cop a Pepsi, then <laughs> he won't shoot us. Like, like, what the fuck? Like, what message are you trying to convey? Like, yeah. So the girl's name is Le- Leisha, Leisha Evans. Last year in Indiana during the Black Lives Matter protests across the country, she gave one of the SWAT uh, team members something to drink. It looks like I'm looking at the picture. And I'm annoyed. And she was my drink. Why give them a drink? Let that ass be parched and thirsty. <laughs> they don't deserve no fucking drinks. <laughs> <laughs> they really don't. They really don't. Like, that, um, that I, I'm just like you. I'm I'm very disgusted that. Um, but once again, this is corporate white America taking minority issues, minority problems, minority struggles, and making it profitable. It's like they always do, and that yeah. reminds, like back to the girl who who um inspired the um the Kendall Jenner giving the um cup of Pepsi. That reminds me of how like a like a couple of um years ago, how a black woman shielded this white guy from a mob of um people and the white guy was a racist kkk member i think and she shielded him i'm so tired of people of color especially black people being mammies to to um white yeah and shielding white people i agree from whatever backlash they probably deserve like i'm sick of that whole mentality i feel like that's very plantationist like we gotta mm-hmm. protect massa oh massa i gotta protect my mat like i don't like it like mm-hmm. stop doing that shit. stop protecting massa mm-hmm. stop pacifying white people racist white people you know what i'm saying but black people I'm- have always been so I feel like it's kind of in our nature to be sympathetic. Like, like no, I feel like one of black people's biggest downfalls is that we're so inclusive. Exactly. So we're just, it just seems like we're just so stuck in that, that natural behavior that it's kind of like, dang, like, I know how it feels to be discriminated against. I know how it feels to be put down. I know how it feels to have negative stereotypes about me. So I wouldn't want that put upon anybody else. And I feel like because we feel that way so often, it's just kind of like hard for us to get out of that. But I've come to realize that, you know, I have white friends and I have come to realize that, you know, some of them are near and dear to me, but at the end of the day, and I've told my white friends this, I only have one or two. (laughs) I've told my white friend this, look, I love you. You're my friend. If you need anything, I'll help you. But if it comes down to the wire, if it comes, if there ever comes a day where it comes down to the wire or a situation or a conversation, you will never understand my struggle. And I will never understand your privilege. You know what I'm saying? And that's something that we just agree on. You know what I'm saying? So. Exactly. I feel like black people need to, to collectively as a whole just wake up and realize that you don't understand that privilege. You don't first of all, you don't have it. Understand that. And so when the woman <laughs> shields a KKK member from getting shot or a rock thrown at him, what what was happening? Yeah, that that's what it was. Yeah, when that happens, she don't get no uh Nobel Peace Prize award. Like she don't get no, she don't get no credit. Like, don't nothing happen to her. I would have let that bullet hit him so fast, or that rock, or whatever that, whatever the, whatever they was gonna do to him. Exactly. I would have let it hit it so fast because at this point, I feel like black people are angry, but we're not angry enough. When we get angry enough, we will stop spending our money at places that don't care for us. Exactly. I agree. And there are plenty of black-owned beauty supply stores, grocery stores. Um, a, a lot of black businesses are online, pencils, paper, technology, all of that. So it's just really no excuse. It's more of a mental game now. So exactly, and whatever. I, def- I definitely wanted to co-sign your point about you know the fact that black people we are, you know, excluded from a lot of things. We are discriminated against, so we don't want other people to feel like that. 
how we are often treated. So we do go above and beyond to be, you know, inclusive. And I feel like that's 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 not, you know, productive for Black people. Then there was another ad for Nivea. I actually pulled the ad up, and it says, "Quote: Keep it clean, keep it bright." Don't let anything ruin it. Hashtag invincible. White is purity. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm about to tear their ass up. So, the only thing that I know of in nature that's white and pure is nothing. So, <laughs> it's like, I just don't okay. even... I don't even I don't even understand unless you're talking about insect larvae, which is really not if you look at the back t whatever, we're not even gonna go there because I'm a I'm a nerd. But anyways, and this one guy on Instagram tried to tell me that cocoa beans are originally white. And he was right, but they more like a albino white, like they kind of brown, but no. So that don't even count. No. <laughs> that doesn't even count. Um I I, I just I want to know who who are these marketing teams? You know, who gave these people a job? It's funny because I had to talk about uh -huh. what you said about like nature because everything, usually everything that's good for you is color. Like brown sugar is better than white sugar. Flour, yes. flour is originally brown and it's better for you than white flour. Um. So many things, but I it's a this is really important to me because it really shows the power of words and how white is associated with pure and kind and dark is evil and bad. And I feel like that's that's sub that's subconscious programming, how mm. they make white aka pure and good and Light is great, and then the dark side, evil, bad. And I feel like people subconsciously in, and they see black as being bad and negative, basically. Mm -hmm. I feel like words are very powerful, and I feel like we need to start, we need to reverse that. Let's reverse that. Let's make dark good. Let's make melanin you know, beautiful, basically. Like I'm It is beautiful because if you really think about it, like all of the things that are really good for you as far as food goes, um, are all things with color. And black, technically speaking, there's been like some real I guess like not real scholarly arguments, but just real social arguments with artists that black is really not a color because it's the color black is technically um all the colors mixed together like because black is more it absorbs things so it's not necessarily a color and i feel like that's the most beautiful thing about how you relate the color black to uh, a race because we do absorb things we absorb all of this this pain and this hurt in this history and we also absorb the fact that we were kings and queens and it's just so much information and our culture is so beautiful and we still come out as this beautiful chocolate color so you know what i'm saying right so i feel like that's also very metaphorical and i feel if you ask me the real people of color are white people because when you look at black people we're not as far as shades and tones go um it's pretty much like a caramel then it's like a nice chocolatey brown then it's like you know a dark brown but white people you know they kind of can be like pale 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 white then it's like a middle white then you got like a second third degree white then some of them got blonde hair and and dark hair and dirty blonde and blue eyes and green eyes which black people can have as well but you know what i'm saying i feel like they don't know people color. then some of them not even white they pink then they orange like i'm feeling like <laughs> right. I'm feeling like they're the real people of color. Even if you look at um different Asian ethnicities, a lot of people in India and Asia are brown skin. Right. But they will never the media will never show you that. So Exactly. They always put the lightest and brightest 
you know, in the forefront of the media. Brazil, mm -hmm. Brazil is famous for that. Brazil is a predominantly black country. Like over, over like sixty percent of Brazil is of African descent. But you would never know that by the Brazilians that they always show are like um, white, like like um, what's I don't know Tom Brady's wife. I forgot her name, but she's Brazilian. She she's of course the prototype that the media likes to um, put out of Brazilian women, basically. Mm -hmm. And speaking of women, did you see the um, humble video from um, Kendrick Lamar? Did you like the video? Do you like the song? Um, I uh, I like the song. I I I, ha I want to listen to it a couple more times, um, just so I can really get the full meaning of it. But as far as you know, scratching the surface, it seems so far so good. I like it. Well, you know, I don't really. I'm not like a big, big rap fan. Like I don't really like rap. Like if a rap song is really really good, then I'll like it. Like I like that. Um, Oh my God! Can't think of the song right now. But this is this is a rap song that's out right now that I like. I think it's called "Selfish," not the one with Rihanna and Future. Is that a singer a singer song? But it, it might even not be. Oh, I can't think of the lyrics right now. Um, I'm selfish, yeah, but I I don't be by myself. Yeah, I I. I it's, it's like oh. that. It's like, it's by, that song. Is it by Slum Village? It might be. I don't know who it is, but I heard oh, it. Oh, that's like not a it. new song, though. But, okay, we can discuss that later. Go ahead, Kendrick Lamar, video. What's up? I'm not a big rap fan. So, I guess what the song is, it's, it's cool, it's okay, but... I want to talk about the misogyny that it's, you know, it's been getting some backlash for some feminists who are saying that it's, um, it's very misogynistic. And it's just one specific line that I'm going to read right now. Okay. Um, where is it at? It says, I'm so fucking sick and tired of the Photoshop. Show me something natural like Afro on Richard Pryor, show me something natural like ass with some stretch marks. Um, what are your thoughts about that? Do you think the song is misogynistic, like, or do you think the feminists are full of shit? Basically, like, what do you think? I don't think that it's misogynistic. Um. Simply because I, I feel like he is giving, he's, first of all, I believe that it's his personal opinion. And a lot of rappers always talk about the types of women that they like. And I think it's very interesting that most rappers, when they rap, they talk about how they want women with a fat ass and big boobs and light skin and long straight hair. And he said something that was the opposite of that, you know, as, as far as media goes. Um, so I don't think that it was misogynistic. So I'm just going to go ahead and say that there are definitely some misogynistic undertones. It's basically misogyny packaged in a cute little woke, quote unquote, woke package. And here's the thing. I feel like it's misogynistic because once again, it's about it's all about him. It's not about what the women want. It's not about how they feel. It's about him and his male gaze. Once again, putting the women underneath the male gaze, and it, it's all about me and what I like, what I find attractive. And I feel like if he wanted to uplift natural women, I felt like he could have done that without bashing other women because I feel like he's bashing the women like i said to someone else i feel like if you're saying you're sick and tired of seeing something then you're pretty much dissing what you're tired of seeing of and for and trying to uplift 
the, the um the other thing. And I felt like he could have said that he liked natural looking women with stretch marks and all that without bringing in, you know, the whole Photoshop and the the uh, the um the woman who don't have stretch marks on their ass because not all women have stretch marks on their butt. I don't think like I feel like you could have no surgery and no Photoshop and not have stretch marks on your ass. And another thing is that the lyrics specifically say, "Show me something natural like Afro on Richard Pryor," but the woman that he used to to for that line and the show natural beauty was not a woman with an afro she was a light-skinned racially ambiguous woman with long loose tight curled hair she's obviously mixed to me she looks um black and asian i feel like if he want to say shit like this and be all pro-black and blackity black why not use a, a black woman i feel like this is more um Something that rappers do where they put light skin and racially ambiguous women to the forefront. Like, how are you going to say you want Afro like Richard Pryor, but not have a woman with a Afro? Like Richard Pryor. Like Richard Pryor. <laughs> so I do agree with you on um, the racially ambiguous um, girl being a representation of what he wanted. Well, as a, as the rap song goes, um, however, I don't, I just feel like it's his personal opinion and I don't, I, but maybe my, my opinion could be biased based on the way that I feel, because I feel like women who do get surgery and they contour their face and they look photoshopped and they look like Barbie dolls are always getting more love from men especially black men and you know i don't wear makeup i do have an afro like richard Pryor. it may not be as you know 70 shaped up but whatever um i don't wear makeup i do have an afro i'm very brown skin so i just feel maybe my, my opinion could be biased but i don't feel like it's being misogynistic i feel like he might be light on something that that most people overlook however um now that i i have listened to the way that you said it it does kind of make me feel like there is an alternative motive there because if you truly two things if you truly wanted a black woman who is natural looking with an afro like richard Pryor, you would have got a black woman who is natural looking with an afro like richard richard Pryor. you know okay. so that kind of makes me question well does his words really have some validity to them right. um so I'm, I like the way that you had, you know, put the words um, in order for me because that kind of made me realize that, huh, well, if he was really meaning that, then he would have put, you know, a black woman with an afro that looked more naturally than looking maybe a more darker skin tone. Not saying that you, for somebody bites my head, I'm not saying that you can't be light skinned and be black. I'm not saying that. But um, for the collective whole, black women, your your general black woman, as far as how society perceives black women, are going to be you know more on the browner side. Right. It's not going to be falling down. Not not naturally. Now when it gets wet, I don't know, but not naturally, all down your back and you know she had like a Brazilian body wave almost. <laughs> That's weave. Um. So. I do understand definitely where you're coming from with that, but and also, I don't feel like he was bashing. Go ahead. Also, the woman that he used to show what he didn't like, to me, that girl looked more black than the girl he showed to be natural. It was the same woman. Oh, it was? Uh-huh. Because she looked darker. What you had to make well, yeah. So when you get photoshopped, that's what he was saying. When you get photoshopped, hello. Yeah. When you get photoshopped, what? When you get photoshopped, sometimes they make your skin look lighter. No, I mean she looked darker when she had the makeup on. 
in my opinion. I is. thought she looked darker when she had the makeup off. Okay. Well, maybe, <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe we just need to. Maybe we need to go back and both watch it. That's yeah, what I feel like. I feel like <laughs> deserves a second look because I did watch it. <laughs> I watched it once all the way through, and then I flipped to the part that was supposedly, um, you know, misogynistic. So. I did see that part a couple of times, but like you said, how you gonna get a woman who don't got Richard Pryor afro? Like, come on, mm-hmm. that takes all validity out of um what the lyrics are were meant to be about. Yeah, Tyrese did something similar, and I want you yeah. to get got me through that because I think you know a little bit more about what he said than I do. Yeah. So, uh, first of all, I don't feel like Kendrick Lamar was bashing women who did get boob implants or Photoshop or whatever. I don't I, I don't feel like he was bashing. Well, he said I do see them. If, you, like, if you're tired of seeing something, I don't feel like that's positive. Like, if I said I'm tired of seeing um, fat black women, I, that's not saying... That's not, that's, not, that's, not, that's, not, that's not positive, is it? Like it's it's not, but I'm tired of seeing white models on every clothing brand. I just feel like that's not that's not fair. Can I get some more real representation? Because America is not just white. That's not a representation of you know what I'm saying. That's not a representation of women in America. Okay. So I just I, I but but with that being said, I am tired of seeing interracial couples with black men and white women. Now, am I bashing interracial couples? I don't have a problem with interracial couples. I just feel like a lot of them are not genuine because of the way society society puts stigmas around them. I, so I'm I'm not bashing. I mean, I'm tired of a lot of shit. <laughs> I'm not like okay. So, I don't know. So going back to your um. Your example of you saying that you're tired of seeing white models, I I get that and I agree. And the explanation that you gave about you know America isn't just white women, I get that. And to me, that's not bashing. So maybe in the context of what you're tired of and your reasons behind why you're tired of it, I guess if there's a context to it, then it could possibly not be bashing. Or bashing, but I feel like in Kendrick's case, he's definitely shitting a woman who used Photoshop and, um, you know, all the other stuff. Mm-hmm. No stretch marks on booties, like. But most most women, um, black women especially, do have stretch marks on their body, and it's not because. Strict marks are not bad. It's just, I mean, it's just a natural thing when your skin stretches as you grow, as you go through puberty, your butt gets bigger. And we're, you know, black women don't own big butts, but that's just a common feature in us. And as your body grows and develops, sometimes your skin stretches. So, I mean, I don't, I think that it's a beautiful thing that he said it. I just hate that there's no real validity behind it because he didn't have a representation of that in the video. So that does make me question the whole entire statement. Right. But the statement itself, I feel like if J. Cole would have said it, and he probably would have had an actual black woman with, you know, an afro and stuff like that. <clears throat> Which brings me, what brings us to our next topic, talking about um, how I feel like he wasn't bashing the women who do that. Tyrese Gibson, what he did was bashing women who get lip injections and boob injections and butt injections and you know photoshopped and surgery on her face and stuff he released a statement on his instagram he took it off <laughs> How ironic he took it off but not quick enough for me to get a screenshot um <laughs> he puts i'm gonna read the message to you um I just feel the need to send a message to all of these type, in quotations, type of ladies, all races of ladies who just think dudes are just stupid. We know the difference in real hair and fake clip-ons. We know eyelash extensions. We know fake hard titties pointing in far four directions with your ribs showing in the middle. 
I'm not trying to be mean. I'm just sending a message to us real men. To us, send a message that us real men see the bullshit. And if he decides to rock with you, it's just because they want to get one off. No one will ever take you serious like that or really make that move. Because you look like a manufactured clown. Some of us have convinced yourself. Some I, some of you have. I want to stop you real quick. Okay, go ahead. Number one, I like how he tries to be cute and say he's talking to all, all races of women. But we know he's talking about black women. No, we are. We know we are. We know I, he is. <laughs> I feel like some of the shit that he said is specifically targeted towards black women. Um... And secondly, I like how he's the voice of all men. Did you catch that? <laughs> I didn't, but I like how you put it out. He's the he's the voice of all real men. Yeah. Everybody thinks like you, basically, Tyree. That's definitely trying to say, like, <laughs> oh, if a man is with you, it's because he wants to, to get a a quick fuck. Like he can't possibly love your personality, or he might possibly can't love that kind of body type. All men hate fake ass his fake tits and we know that shit's not true we know that it's some men who love that shit love that oh, shit instagram off with fake asses and fake tits please <laughs> he's so disgusting i cannot say stand sneaky passive aggressive aggressive dishonest people be real about your shit it's not fucking real <laughs> and you don't speak for all men tyrese fuck you but then he he ended the he ended the message with saying, "If your beauty has been purchased, that's fine. Own it, enjoy it. Just know that us real ones out here see the real. Needless, this is true. So my thing is, how can you do all of that bashing and say it's fine? It's clearly it's not fine." But he, um, but he followed that up with a diss. So basically what he also said was, if a guy is with you and he like it, then he ain't a real nigga, basically. That's what I'm <laughs> real, real niggas don't like fake ass and fake tits. And, and clip-ons and weave, basically. Mm. Coincidence. And you know, this, you know what? I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut y'all, but you know what? This is one thing that I hate is that it's okay for a a black woman to be natural, but it's only okay if she's considered black or identifies as black and she's really mixed or racially ambiguous. Like that's something that really pisses me off because, you know, I go to a predominantly black school and so on this, you know, on on this campus, black men as far as I know, as far as my encounters for some reason, they love like brown skin and afros and you know like I and I was in shock when I can't believe all these black men like my hair when society like, like hates my hair. I love my hair. I love me. I love my brown skin. I love my melanin. I love my four C hair. Shout out to all the four C girls. Um, hey, but <laughs> but like. I do notice that a lot of the guys that like me or think that I'm attractive are also guys that are not like they don't they're, they're not ugly they're very handsome they don't they don't look like you know your your Instagram male models with you know the unnecessarily muscles and just you know that I don't I don't you know what I'm saying I call it the fuckboy look that's what I call it because I feel like all of these niggas that's be flexing on Instagram look alike. But a lot of them, like, um, <laughs> they do. I'm sorry, they do. They all wear polos. They all got the freshest pair of J's. Um, I just, I can't stand it. Give me something different. Shout out to Shaka But, Bar. yes. Shout out to Shaka Bars. <laughs> even though he got the muscles, like, the, the typical Instagram fuck, fuck boy, you know... <laughs> He don't dress like one. Yeah, he don't dress like one. You and can have he, muscles and not be a fuckboy, but it's just the way you present yourself. Like, if you always taking shirtless selfies in the mirror with yeah. your, your your pants half down so your dick print can show, no, that's a fuckboy. I don't like that. I don't like that. That, that, that is a fuckboy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but anyway, back to my point. I feel like a lot of black men... 
like black women who are natural and they're light skinned and are racially and vigorously looking or they're mixed. And I feel like that's not fair because it's kind of like, oh, it's okay to be natural as long as you look like this. And so I feel like with Tyrese Gibson, he's saying that he wants black women to be natural and to express who they really are and their true beauty. But then look at his wife. Look at both of his wives. What his wife and his wife. One of his wives looks black, right? Like, Somebody told me she was white. Now I'm about to look it up real quick. I'm looking up too. But if you look it up, if you look at his wife right now, she's not black, and nobody is going to sit in front of my face and tell me that she's a black woman because she's not. She's talking about she's Arabian. Okay, what is that? She's um, she's Hispanic and black, I, I believe. Okay, so his for his first wife looks Hispanic and black. Well, Thaniel's in black, but his new wife is a white woman. I'm sorry, she's white. She don't look black at all. And, and let's just let's just say for shits and giggles that she was a black woman, and she just happened to look like this. That still doesn't go with your statement, because you you're pretty much sending this message to black women saying that you don't want them to have fake lips and hair weave and eye contacts and ass injections and stuff like that. But look at the person you marry. So I feel like with a, and Kendrick Lamar as well, like he's talking about afros and shit, but that's not in his video and his wife most certainly don't look like that. And so I feel like if you're going to walk, if you're going to talk to talk, walk to walk. Mm -hmm. Like I, that's some Rachel Dolezal shit. I don't like that. I'm still looking at um, Tyrese Gibson's ex-wife and even though she looks more black than his um current wife, I think she's also mixed too. She is. But I don't know what, what she's mixed with. I'm saying she's probably mixed with because she's from the United Kingdom, it says right here. If I Oh, so she might be black and white. Right. If if I know anything about black and white, I'm thinking that she is um, she I mean, looks like she's like the angels in black, but yeah, she's from the United Kingdom, so she's probably probably black and white because you know, interracial. Yeah, then her her nationality is American Israel is Israeli, so maybe she's half Israeli. I mean, we're not well half white Israeli. Yeah. Yep. Wow. But I also heard in a, a YouTube video that he dated um, V. Bozeman. I think I'm saying V. Bozeman. Yes, V. Bozeman. Yeah. And she is. However you say it. She is. She, she is gorgeous. Right. So. So Tyree. This that stereotypical black man prototype. Who wants the light skin, mixed race, racially ambiguous women? Yep. Because you know a lot of black men are colorists, basically. So Yeah, basically. Um and a lot of the black men that I meet are they don't like colorism. They don't um they feel like brown skin, light skin, dark skin, it doesn't matter to them. Black women are beautiful, but they're homophobic. And I was talking to this one guy, and I was like, I feel like black men struggle with hyper-masculinity. He was like, we do. And I was like, oh, my gosh, you're going to admit that? <laughs> <laughs> but that's, I was like, oh, my God, you you must be a real one. Like, you must really be a real one. He's like, yeah, like, it's just because the only thing that we have in America is our masculinity. And that's the truth. Exactly. Um, a long time, a long time, the only thing that black men have ever had in America is their masculinity. And I think that matriculated down once. Once he told me, I really thought about that. So, but we'll say that for another podcast, right? And I'm sure, with me being a host on a podcast, we're going to get to that topic. <laughs> of course. But speaking on Tyrese and you know how he attacked hair extensions and weave and stuff, it's not just black men attacking. Black women because of their, because of their hair, because we also had Bill O'Reilly um, accused sexual predator and rapist Bill O'Reilly allegedly mm -hmm. who 
you know, he um did say some slick shit about Maxine Walters or Walters wig because he was on um Fox News and I guess they were talking about Maxine Waters and what she said about President Trump and how she was displeased with him so far. And she gave good reasons as to why she dis disapproved of President Trump. And Bill O'Reilly came out of his slick, racist white mouth and said that he didn't, um, he couldn't hear, he didn't listen to anything she said because he was so focused on her, um, <laughs> James Brown <laughs> wig. <laughs> And it don't it don't even look like that. It doesn't even look like a James Brown wig. Exactly, but the fact that he said that it was just so corny and white, like, it's not even funny. But he was obviously trying to be cute and get a good um laugh off of Miss Maxine Walters. Mm. That really pissed me off because that's that started a whole hashtag on Twitter called Black Women at Work. And it pretty much was a whole hashtag talking about the micro, the micro aggressions that black women face on the job at school about how white people try to silence them or diss them, and try to they try to you know attack their their physical appearance to take you know validity away from the work they do or the message they have to say. Do you have any experience with that? Do you ever feel like you have been like, hey, ever feel like white men in particular, or anyone has ever tried to attack you based on your physical appearance to try to take away from anything else that you had to offer? Um, not to my face. I think that um, one because of my body shape. Um. Well, first of all, growing up all my life, me and white men have never gotten along on site. Um, like that's just that's just always how it's been. Um, I, I never really thought anything about white men growing up. You know, being a very being in a predominantly white environment, it wasn't until I really started to embrace my blackness, and I, I never hated myself, but I never loved myself. Do you know? Do you understand? Like, I never. I never indulged in my blackness growing up. Um, I always thought that, you know, since white people controlled everything, this was how it was just going to be. And so my parents always tried to give me, you know, black Barbie dolls. And um, when we had Christmas cards that have black angels on them. So I do commend my parents for giving me proper representation. But as far as when I went to school and stuff, I think that white men were intimidated by me because I've always been kind of like... <clears throat> like muscular and I just look like somebody you didn't want to fuck with. <laughs> I've always been like real, I've always been, you know, tall for a female, you know, in middle school, high school, um, as right. far as where I'm from. And I feel like, you know, when I got my Afro in middle school, that kind of added fuel to the intimidation, fuel to the fire, if you will. So no, not, not to my face. Um, I, I did hear a lot of white people tell me that, I look like I came from the 70s and, you know, I, I didn't really take offense to it. You know, the 70s was a beautiful time for black people. You know, I watch Soul Train. I watch, watch old Soul Train episodes all the time and black people look beautiful with their afro. So exactly. I never took um, offense to it. But, you know, at the end of the day, I think they were trying to be, you know, corny and <laughs> and white and shit. But no, not really. Um, but. I do know that microaggressions in the workplace are, are something that black women have to do deal with the most. I have a friend who has ask her, she's like the only black person on the job. And with some of the other white interns ask her like, you know, did you know Future dropped a new album? And she's like, I don't listen to rap music. Mm -hmm. She's like, Right, and they're like, "Really?" And she's like, "Yeah, I'm black, and I don't listen to rap music." You know and they me. They kind of looked at her. <laughs> you yeah, know me. Yeah, and I'm, I'm like, "That's exactly." <laughs> you would have told that shit up. I know, but um, like, who's future? Who that? That's what it is. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's kind of serious. 
But I don't really let it bother me unless it was crazy. Now, white people did try to touch my hair. Oh, hell and no. I, <laughs> even before this Beyonce salon, don't touch my hair movement started, growing up, everyone knew that rule number one was never touch a black woman's hair. But they still- so that's, that's been something in the black community. Yes, this one white girl touched it, and I was like, what are you doing? She's like, it just looks so soft. And I'm like, um, keep your nasty-ass hands to yourself. I heard you don't wash them when you use the bathroom. Like, don't, like, like, don't, uh-uh. <laughs> oh, shit. Don't, like, don't, like, don't. And not because she was white, but she was the girl in the class that everybody heard, you know, Spread rumors about that she ain't wash her hands when she was in the bathroom. <laughs> so it, 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 it didn't have nothing to do with her race. It's just this rumor that was going around in class and she she didn't wash her hands. And and then my black friend was like, Oh, Valencia, your hair gonna fall out. I was like, Oh gosh. Oh gosh. Oh your hair's like it's like ass. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> oh my god. So, yeah. Do you have any kind of thoughts on what Bill O'Reilly said about um, Maxine? Um, I just think he needs to shut the hell up. I think he needs to be fired. Yeah, I heard that um that he's losing some um you know endorsements because he should know, fuck not, him. But not even because of what he said about Maxine Walters, because a lot of the shit that Bill O'Reilly says about black people is just downright disrespectful. Yeah, that's true. But he, but he's losing shit because of the sexual harassment um, allegations that he's facing and all the other good stuff. But the fact that he still works at Fox News after all that he said and been accused of just proves how much power that white people have, especially racist white people in this country. And it's so funny because even though I don't want to give her much shine, um, what's that um white woman's name? The one who got fired, she was suspended because she said that she was pro-choice. But now she's fired. The really yeah. stupid with the long blonde hair. Um, I forgot. Tommy her. Lauren? Yes, her. She's fired. Mm-hmm. Because she said she was pro-choice. But all the racist, ignorant stuff that she said about black people and other minorities, she never once got fired, but she said that she's pro-choice. And she loses her job. It just makes no sense. And then it's so funny because these conservatives always call us snowflakes and say, you know, we get mad whenever someone doesn't agree with us. But she just said she's pro-choice and you guys fire her? Like to me, y'all are the real snowflakes. If you if you if you ask me. It's just so crazy. And you know, before we get off, I did want to talk about the sixty-four thousand black women that are um missing in the United States. And not just that, but also here where I live in DC, black women are being missing. Like it was like 14 black women in 24 hours were missing. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Yeah. Um I so there's this thing, if anybody's ever seen Hidden Colors, um, human human organ trafficking. And so there's been this rumor um, that is saying that they're taking these black women and they're taking their organs and they're selling them. Like they're, you know, first they sexually abuse them and then they kill them and then they're taking their organs and, and harvesting them. Yeah, organ harvesting, I'm sorry. And so what happens is, as far as hospitals goes, there's been actually um, reports of organ harvesting on black people simply because when you produce melanin, you have an overactive pituitary gland. 
So your pituitary gland produces more melanocytes. And since you have an overactive pituitary gland, um, somehow they link that to you, your body creating more stem cells. Right. And so since you create more, you know, people have used stem cells to make, you know, grow skin, skin in a pot. <laughs> so stem cells help grow or replace human organs. So they've been using black people's organs to help other people. And I'm like, it, this this world is so crazy. It's this world is so crazy. And I just, I really pray for those families. And I really hope that um, those those black women, people find them and people put justice upon the people who kidnapped them. And it's that's one way. person. It's got to be a network. You're talking about 64,000? And I feel like, especially here in D.C., it could be organ harvesting and it definitely could be um, sex trafficking because that is big. Like I'm seeing shit that they're saying what in Charlotte is becoming really big, the sex trafficking. Mm -hmm. And someone put a post up saying that they were being followed from Target or whatever. And people are getting followed, they're getting kidnapped, they're being sexually trafficked or whatever and it's just really sad and it's really crazy but as far as hitting colors y'all might not notice but i don't fuck with Tariq nasheed i don't endorse him <laughs> if i watch it in color dr umar johnson dr umar johnson don't fuck with any of these hotep homophobic misogynistic niggas basically and i and i've never seen hitting colors either um, I've seen some clips, like I've seen the organ harvesting clip circulating on Twitter or whatever. And I think that is really crazy. I did some research, <coughs> excuse me. <clears throat> I did some research on it and that's big in China, I heard. I read that it's big in China, the the um the the, the organ harvesting. What the like, hell? It was so big that they actually had to do like a, a conference about it, about how big organ harvesting is in China. And this world, like you said, it's really crazy. It's really crazy to think that people are really killing people for their fucking organs. <laughs> it is crazy. It's it really so is. I can't. It really is scary, and so that's why um, I just I just wish that black men would protect black women because we're the most hated creature on earth but we have so much value and so when people see that value they always want to take it from us because of course they want to take organs from a woman you know what i'm saying we produce life so um i just i just i don't know uh, i i just mm. and so <clears throat> Um, around this area, people have, have been writing on the sidewalks, bring back our queens, and it's like a hashtag, and so, um, um if anybody wants to, like, put that on their Twitter, Instagram, anything, hashtag bring back our, our queens, um, please do that, just, just to create awareness, and the thing that sucks about this situation the most is that, two things, there's a lady, I was watching Roland Martin, and he was talking about it. There's this lady um, with Bring Back Our Missing or I'm Missing or something like that, this foundation or organization. And she was just saying that what happens is they're missing, and a lot of it is in D.C., but a lot of it was they were last seen in D.C. So they could be anywhere in the world at this point, you know? And that's the part that really, that's the part that really gets me. Like, you can get kidnapped somewhere and be they could be in california they could be in europe we we don't know where these these young ladies are um and that's the thing that sucks and then the second thing is that because you know being an individual we have our own personal problems that we have to take care of it's, it's almost like i don't know how to help all i can really do at this point is spread awareness so you know give a donation here or there but i i wish i could just find all of them at once and give them a hug and tell them everything is going to be okay, but I can't. Or at least I don't know how I could do that. So so I do want to end it on a positive note. Of um, course. Some of the women were found. Ooh! 
Where? Um, like the one of them I found that she, they said that she had called the police in a car saying that she had she was kidnapped or somebody called and said that she was kidnapped and it was most likely the, the girl um who was kidnapped who called in and then I think some of them were just mid like they had just went away on their own like they would like runaways or whatever but some of them were found and recovered and as far as um black men protecting black women we do need to do better as far as protecting black women but i saw a really nice video of a black man confronting a asian store owner about mistreating and disrespecting a black woman and I thought that video was amazing and it's awesome. And it's really, I hope more of that happens. More of that, please. More of that. Yeah. But anyway, I think that's beautiful. I wish black men would do that. Exactly. That's how you get black girls. Like I'm trying to tell you, you protect your black woman, you're going to find you a wife. <laughs> tell you for the black men that are always talking about some day lonely, they, they want to bay. Like I'm trying to tell you. Exactly. But anyway, this has been a really great conversation. I really enjoy talking to you. As always. As always. Likewise. As always, I'm Strange D. I'm Ivy. AKA Day Day. And this has been episode three of Strange Black Media. Um, I'm, whenever I'm with my best friend, Ivy, it's amazing. Um, <laughs> And I think I think I'm gonna sign off. I'm signing off as well. <laughs> you have no choice. <laughs> when I sign yeah, off, I'm, like, I'm done. I'm done with all you hoes. I'm done. Bye. 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 Bye.